Hey, what's going on, everybody? February 1st, another edition of Hash It Out Podcast. Me and Taylor hanging out, coming to you. We're, it's Super Bowl week, so it's very exciting. I'm excited. I'm sure all the uh, football fans are. And the ones who just watch it for commercials, you know, it's it's $5 million for like a 30-second ad. It's pretty extreme. So He's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I got to uh, pay him in like one of those like IOU forms. Uh, dumb and dumber. Like, yeah. uh, I owe you for the Ferrari, seven hundred fifty thousand, and you're gonna want to hold on to that one. Just write like these random things on there. Say I owe you for like a twisted tea. I owe you for a beer. So uh, it's very itemized with you. Yeah. I know where your heart really lies. You know, my heart lies in in itemization. <laughs> so we got a, a great lineup today. I have a, a Eagles fan calling up. Patriots fan calling up, and they're going to give me some uh, predictions. We're going to mess around with them, see what they really think, what it takes their team to win, what I think it's going to take both teams to win, and, you know, just our, our, our regular topics that we got going on. We have some funny shit to bring to you today, and I think you guys are going to like it. And with that being said, I, I want people to know, our what we're doing here, it's, it's to make people laugh. We're going to talk sports. I'm never going to give you exact statistics because, to me, we're not ESPN. We're not any of these new uh, these these websites with all these stats. We're I'm not com- Vegas. No, we're not Vegas. I'm gonna come at you with the we're regular- not Antique Roadshow. And I know some shit. <laughs> I know some shit. So for me, I I know the stats. And guess what? Those are fucking boring. Even though I know them, I don't know why I know them. My memory works in the weirdest things. I can't remember to pay a bill on time, but I can know somebody's how many fucking passing yards they had. I'll tell you what. I can't remember. To pay a bill on time, and I don't know how many passing yards they had, so I'm just I'm just shit dicked. <laughs> so I I, that, I set a reminder on my phone to pay all my bills, but uh, if you have a phone that Apple fucking slow down, we have a little topic for we'll you about that. We have that later. We're a little pissed at apples. I actually stopped eating apples. My grandma had apple pie last week. I punched her square in the face. I said, Grandma. It's a sensitive subject. And then you just said, we got... What's, well, then she them. kicked me out of her top eight on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking MySpace. So, yeah. So, what I want I to address real quick in the beginning is just to let everybody know that our, we're really just shooting to make people laugh. We're going to come out with some fun sports topics. We're going to just literally uh, bring joy to people's days. And, and, and we enjoy doing this. So, for us, we thoroughly enjoy this. We're really laughing over here. All of our feelings are going to be 100% genuine, and sometimes it's going to walk a fine line of humor, and we we're, we're never want to be insensitive, and we, I don't want to come off as insensitive. But You're starting just, to sound insensitive. All right, so, but anyways, bullshit. We're, we're fucking going to come well, out with some funny right, shit. Let's skip right to the introduction, because <laughs> we skipped past that one. This is Pat John, Sportsmaster, and Taylor James still don't know a goddamn thing about sports, and we're going to bring you Hash It Out. It's what we do, it's what we care about, and we love corned beef hash. I do. You know what I... That's part. That's why we named it hash. People <laughs> think, oh, they're going to discuss things, they're going to have an argument or a discussion. No, the hash part is actually... Corned beef hash is a go-to breakfast for me. Hands down. Yeah. It's... The only problem, you know what my qualm is? When motherfuckers don't fry it enough. Oh, and it's not crispy on the bottom. I want it burnt. Yeah. I. It's... Oh no! Uh, when I get corned beef hash, I want to look at my buddy, which could be you, which usually I have corned beef hash for you. Yeah. I want to say we eat like Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we have our. Uh, I'm going to start off with what I think 
We're going to go right into sports. We're going to kick it off at the Super Bowl. Super excited. It's Eagles Pats. For those who didn't know, it's been living under a rock. But it's. I think it's a great matchup. I think there's things that the Eagles do that the Patriots uh, have a tough time defending. But I don't also think it's going to. It's going to be a close game. But I don't know if it's ever going to get overly close. I think I have the Pats winning by ten. There's certain things that the Patriots do that are going to hurt. The Eagles' defense. I think their linebackers are going to have a tough time covering Gronk and James White out the backfield. So uh, a lot of checkdowns, and I just feel like Gronk is back. Gronk is back. He got cleared today. He got cleared today. Um, they just wiped out his robot brain. <laughs> That's restart. I swear to God, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I feel like they're going to have an interview with them one time. And his humanoid part of his robot melts down, <laughs> and he's like, "I've been sent back in time to play for the Patriots." And I can't hurt anyone, but I'm here to win. It's, I mean, he's he's unreal. So it, he has a robot arm. No, it's, it's it's true. He's he's been not what he can do with his size and his and abilities. All that combined, I mean, his hands literally two hands cover up the almost the whole entire football. Unreal. Yeah, it's he's fucking Mandingo the gorilla. And my hand covers up one part of the football. And my hand covers up two parts. <laughs> but, uh, but I can't even touch my toes, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, so Gronk being back, big game changer. The Eagles have a great pass rush. they got to get to Brady. I'm giving them a 15% chance to win. Not a lot. I don't think they really have a big chance. The Patriots, just this is what they do, man. They come out in Super Bowls and they win them. Uh, you know what they're going to purposely do? It's like, oh, fuck, we're down like 1 to 900, and we only have two quarters left. And then just, boom, like 58 Hail Marys. <laughs> that's getting old, though, so they got to be careful with that. I mean, they've, they've... It almost makes you think it's staged. Uh, no, the only reason I can't... It can't be. It can't be because I think guys would... Guys, you, you're risking your body, your health. Someone would talk. And not only that... Like you can't tell me to lose a game. I don't like losing. I don't like losing a fucking board game to my kids. Right, and that's why they don't hire anyone in the NFL that can blow a whistle. No, because you can't have any whistleblowers. <laughs> uh, let's not get off topic though. Yeah, Gronkowski really is a terminator. Yeah, he's a big. He's I'm a, starting to worry about a potential huge game for him. I think anytime he's on the field is a big difference maker. The the Eagles are going to have to pay a lot of attention to him. And I think what the Jag, Jags did really well was. Um, besides knocking them out of the game, was the fact that they had great linebackers, and then near the end of the game, everybody got tired. They the Patriots don't stop, so the Eagles got pretty tired. So I don't. I think the score might get a little close. Eagles make it down by three, and then all of a sudden the Patriots score back to back touchdowns. Something weird like that. But I feel like this is just. I mean, this is kind of up right up the Patriots alley. The Pat, the Eagles don't get it wrong. But they they've had a great season. They have. Some weapons also. They start pounding the ball. They really start running all over. The, but the, the Patriots are going to make the Eagles beat them one-dimensional. They're going to make them literally beat them with the pass. And it's going to be all on Nick Foles' shoulder, shoulder. So the Patriots' pass rush is also getting better. It's going to be a great game. I love it. Really expensive this year. It's it's one of the higher uh, Super Bowl tickets out we've had. A lot of it has to do with the Eagles fans travel really well. And they're dickheads. And they're, and they're dickheads. And they're willing to pay dickhead prices. Yeah, well... They don't go often, so when your team doesn't go often, you you really want to show that, up. That's what I tried to compare it to to one of my friends was like, if you've never ever gone on a field trip, your first your first one, you're like, oh dad, please be a chaperone. I don't care what it costs. Like, 
you're going to do whatever it takes to get to that fucking field trip. I don't care if it's just old Storbridge Village and you look at some old dude hammering an anvil. Yeah, it's you're going to get there. One of the things uh, as a as a 49ers fan, when people are in school, they're like, "Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up?" I don't know, any uh, financially uh, stable enough to go to the 49ers fucking Super Bowl, or I want to be in old Sturbridge Village banging an anvil <laughs> for thirteen thirty nine. I can't really sell the shit afterwards. I buy it like the little clay pots. He's got to be a great anvil maker. Oh, but that's not a, not a thing. He's got whatever he makes on the anvil, though. I'll buy that. Swords, knives, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, big game. We're going to be watching it together. He's gonna, Taylor's going to be coming over so I can try to teach him more about football. And bringing some munchy munchies. Yeah, yep, yeah, and some good food. Been studying the, uh, the baking arts all week. How many ways can you make buffalo chicken dip into a dish? I'll tell you. More than 16. And I'm bringing four of them. So <laughs> little, you're gonna have little cup, little individual sides. And then I'll put like celery chunks in at the last minute. And be like, yeah, I'm kind of healthy. Like, it's it's kind of healthy. You're gonna come with those little tasting spoons. They're gonna be four of them. I'm gonna I brought some bite. hordierfs. People are like that's a hors d'oeuvres. I'm like, fuck you. It is. Well, this is the cool part about the Super Bowl. A lot of these people who don't necessarily even watch a ton of football, they get involved. Like, it comes down to the food. The commercials, the booze, it's it's not, it's its really like a party. You don't just have like... Most about the Hortiers. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Hortiers. Is that French? It's French for... I don't like little, the French. It's French for little tiny meat. <laughs> I don't like the French. That's why I call your dick a Hortier. <laughs> what's it? Uh, um, what's that from? Uh, I don't like the French. That's uh, Talladega Nights. Uh, that like one they got is... French kissing. <laughs> they got French toast. That you, know, I was thinking, was Austin Powers. Yeah, the Dutch. I'm, uh, I'm inconsiderate of people who don't like other people's cultures, and I hate the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty great. People, people don't realize, like before, when Tyler Perry played and Eddie Murphy played all these characters. Uh, so I was sort of in, uh, um, what's his name there? Taylor uh, Perry. Um, <laughs> he, he he literally went out there and played all these different. Mike Seth Myers. Myers played all... Seth Myers? No. No, Mike. Mike Myers. Oh, same fucking Seth thing. Myers, that little bitch ass. <laughs> he was in it, though. SNL. Wasn't Seth Myers was... Uh, no, you got all your oh, Seth Oh, shit. It's Seth Green. Oh, no. Dr. Evil Son. Jesus. Fuck. You know what I'm going to tell you? Oh, Seth Myers late night. Well, well, yeah, yeah. While we're talking about this, I'm going to tell you, hey, why don't you zip, why don't you zip it, Scotty? Hey, Scotty. Hey, PJ. How about you don't? I got to... Want to take a suckle on my zipple? How about you don't, PJ? Uh, Who throws all a, right. a freaking cupcake? Honestly. Before we get up, <laughs> oh, there's so many lines in that that movie. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Go for so days. Super Bowl time. Let's like I said, enjoy your party, everybody. We're gonna have a. Uh, I'm sure I'm gonna. I'm not gonna get up. I like watching at home. Ice solution. I like. To, we're not having ice solution. Yeah, Super we are. Party. We're gonna Don't make our own little. We are. Don't listen. <laughs> I'll, so, dr- I'll drink a shot off an ice cube if I have to. But he's just gonna mold one, <laughs> one ice cube. Yeah. Like out of your fridge. It, it's, it's gonna be cold. It couldn't shit. possibly hold more than. You actually kind of could make one this weekend. It's gonna be that cold. I might dig one out of the Connecticut. <laughs> you might also get a body if you did that. So don't, don't worry about that. They're like, there's a human head in your ice solution, Mike. Just drink over it. You're, it's it's 32 degrees. So, with my score, I'm going to go with... I said I was going to go 10, but I, I called this earlier. 
I am going to go 31 to 17. Um, and I think Folds is going to have a few turnovers. And I just don't know if it's really going to um, ever going to be overly close. And I feel like Brady will win another Super Bowl and I'll make number six. And his legacy just continues because I don't feel like he's going to be stopping. People ask, why does he go when he's out on top? And I'm like, it's hard to go out on top, say when the top is because you're always on fucking top. You, you don't want to be like, oh, you know what? I'm taking a step down. Yeah. it's. Uh, but I'm excited, man. This will wait for all year long. It's the pinnacle. You, sir, call in. Yeah, I got. I have my Eagles fan on the lot, in line. I'm going to grab him. And um, we're going to ask him a few questions. I'm going to see what he has to say, what he thinks the – Eagles have to do to win the Super Bowl, their first Super Bowl. And in the meantime, I'm just going to do things like... No. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're going to pause this and wait for the caller to come in. All right, so we got ourselves a, a diehard Eagles fan um, from Philly on the phone. And uh, Hey, Steve, what, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How you guys doing? Hey, we're just talking sports. I'm trying to teach Taylor a couple of things, but uh, I don't I'm think learning, it's going well. But we're uh, we're out here snapping snapping necks and capping. Not this guy got right. Snapping necks and cashing. There we go. So I, I texted Steve uh, a few days ago. We were talking. I said, "How's it going? You you know, are you controlling yourself?" And he literally was just like, uh, "I can't. I'm getting too worked up about this." So how's it going today? You're getting, you're getting, you're a day closer. It's going pretty good. I'm I'm getting confident. I mean, it's a little, you know, nerve wracking and everything like that. But I'm I'm feeling more confident today. More and more days go by. That's that's big words right there, man. It's, it reminds me of driving through a tunnel and being this tunnel is going to last forever. And then I just get to the road and I'm like, fuck, it's done. <laughs> yeah, because once the Super Bowl is over, the every no matter where your team wins or loses, it's go it's just, it stops right after that. Also, an eagle can't fly in a tunnel, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what's going on? You, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I'm going to my buddy's Matt's house. I gotta go there. All Eagles fans? Uh, no Eagles fans. He? Wow. He's a lone Eagles fan. There. I respect it. I respect it a lot. That's... That? I just can't wait to talk more trash than I already have been. <laughs> and uh, he told me to bring a weapon. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Steve, if if they do win, then you earn you earn the right because nobody thinks they're gonna win. Wait, Steve, Steve, incredible. do do all Eagles fans always have weapons on them? They probably do. No, no. <laughs> I, I've seen them run their cars. Just use their fists. I've seen them run their cars into or, other people's uh, doors. <laughs> or you, batteries. You know what they can't use their fists for is climbing up greased poles. <laughs> So, in, in Philadelphia, no poles were climbed that day. Everyone said, hey, that's really dumb. Poles climbed that day. Yeah, but they, they can't. They just lifted them past the fucking pole. They hear that's fine. They just, they just said that you just use dune buggies to drive up the, uh, the steps of the uh, art museum. Real quick, the whole the notion of the Eagles fans being a bunch of jackasses, right? This, how, is, it, is it as crazy as they say it, or is, it, is there a lot of truth behind it? I uh, know. They're just... They're hardcore, and they love their team, and they love their town. They, I mean, if you come there wearing the other team's jersey, expect to get ridiculed and harassed. I mean, what do you expect? If you go there and you're wearing another team's jersey during the tailgate, you're going to get yeah. harassed. 
And, and I completely understand that. But the reason that Patriots fans don't do that is like, we're like, oh, another win. Like, you're like, just let the fans like get back to their cars. Yeah, like, Patriots fans are usually old. <laughs> who don't care about football. <laughs> they just got season tickets. Yeah. I had them since 1915, you sons of bitches. And I'm not going to throw snowballs at anyone. <laughs> so, Steve, what do you uh, honestly, what do you see honestly happening? Like, Obviously, you, you're, 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 you think they're going to win, but how do you think they're going to pull this off? Uh, they're going to have to control the clock. They're going to have to win the turnover battle. Uh, they're going to have to run the ball and have big plays. And they're going to run the. Uh, they're uh, just going to have to run the ball, basically. Yeah, I. They're doing the entire time. Honestly, I gave them. I gave them a fifty percent chance. I don't. It's they're going to. And the only and the, and the way they're going to do is they're going to have to get to Brady. A lot, and then they're gonna literally never. They cannot give up on the run. They have to keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Jags messed that up a few weeks ago. You realize you just said fifty percent chance. They, 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 they got a lead and they played conservative. The Eagles won't play conservative. They're just gonna keep trying to score and trying to score. And you can tell from the last game, the Jags first to pass. They took the knee with two timeouts and a minute yeah. left. No, you're right. The Eagles, the Eagles had a minute left and no timeouts. They drove down the field to kick the field goal. I agree. I actually, I, I've been bringing that up all week talking to people. Is the it's just funny that one team um, had a chance to to try, try to try to bury the Patriots, and then a team like the Eagles had a good lead, and they still didn't let their uh, foot off the pedal. I th- I think uh, Doug Peterson is doing a fucking great job out there, and I think uh, it's. I didn't mean fifty earlier. I meant fifteen. Because I think they're going to have to play a perfect game, and they're going to need to uh, they're going to need to pay, pass a, a kind of uh, fuck up a little bit here and there. You know, you know what I mean? I don't even think they have to play a perfect game as long as they win the turnover battle. I think they win. Huh? I'm not I'm not really worried about the defense. The Eagles defense is better than the Patriots offense. Oh, the best they, defense they, is they, a good offense. Hey man, I'm just telling you right now. I don't. That my biggest concern, honestly, is the back James White out the backfield and. Um, Gronk, because I feel like your your linebackers aren't as fast as Jacksonville's. That's true, but I think we have, we have better pressure with the front four than Jacksonville does, and we have multiple guys that can keep switching in so that they don't get as tired as Jacksonville's. We have eight guys that can rush the uh, the front four. Jacksonville only had five. True. That's true, Steve. And the other thing is, this is a sports and comedy podcast. PJ, I think you can actually kick me out and just have Steve. Give his opinion on the Eagles because that's way funnier than anything. I've ever <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, um, we we got about a few seconds left. Um, tell me your uh, your prediction. What are you thinking? You got a score for me? Yeah, thirty seventeen Eagles. Ooh. You know what's funny? You know what my score is. Uh, I went thirty one seventeen uh, Patriots. You know what my score is? Don't know. I don't know football well enough. <laughs> uh, all right, Steve. I'll see you tomorrow, dude, and I'll keep talking to you. Uh, I, I wish you the best because, shit, I want to watch my fucking team win the Super Bowl. Thanks for calling, brother. All right, buddy. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Later. All right, bye. Well, that was fun. I mean, you heard it first. That's the Eagles fan at its at its finest. He he, he understands, and um and and he's going to keep rooting. I think that's what the great thing is about sports. You Tart. love your team no matter what. Tart. And uh, I, I'm, I'm contacting our, our Patriots guy right now. I'm getting him ready to get on the line. Honestly, PJ, I'm not going to lie. Uh, him talking was like a kid's, like, he turned six, and the parents were like, we're going to bring you a Chuck E. Cheese for your birthday. Well, just, 
Oh, fuck. Isn't that what we've seen, though, honestly? Like, this is what we've kind of been witnessing is, is Eagles fans, they really, they have a great defense, and they truly believe they can win this game. Yeah. And they should. Oh, absolutely. You're, you made it here. Why not be ready? With a backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. I mean. Nah, not that the back, their backup quarterback is what a good. What a story. I mean, this, as much as I think the Patriots are going to win the game, I, I can't take away from the fact, if they do win, to witness a team win their first ever Super Bowl. They have never won a Super Bowl in, their, in team history. And with a backup quarterback. And, and with a backup Not that. I mean, their backup quarterback's good, but. who? Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. Patriots last year. Who's better, Jimmy Garoppolo or their backup quarterback for the Eagles? Oh, that's a good question. I, I would go, obviously, Jimmy went over to San Francisco and, and – and won five in a row with and I don't know 49ers. Yeah, I mean, off of just pure talent, I think. Although we can't forget Nick Foles' few years back, he did take the Eagles to the playoffs. But all in all, I think Jimmy's talent, talent level, his ceiling, and everything like that, he can accomplish more than what Foles has ever accomplished. Because yes, because I, I I just be like I think his talent's better. And playing behind Brady, you you are you learn so much shit, dude. You really do. He. He basically was mentored, although you know the stories are going to say you didn't want to teach him, but nobody really wants to teach uh, somebody to take their job. That's that's never going to happen. Well, look at a magician. He didn't show his tricks. He didn't let you know. But I bet you Brady mentored him a little bit. I bet you Jimmy G is the next Brady. I'm going to be honest. And luckily for you, he's in the 49ers. Yeah, I, I, I'm very excited about that. And I fucking hope he's the next Patriot. I mean, next next Tom Brady, because that would be I just hope New England gets him back after <laughs> Brady's like, all right, I'm, I'm getting, like, like Danny Glover from fucking, uh, what's that Mel Gibson movie, Danny Glover? Oh, Lethal not, Weapon? Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. All right. And then fucking. I got, I got our next guy ready to call in. So give me one second. Let me get him ready, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what this Patriot fans think. All right, so I got ourselves a, a, a Patriot fan, li- lifetime Patriot fan. Thank God. John, you've been a Patriots fan your whole life? Correct. Listen, I, we just had Steve on, born and raised an Eagles fan, which is a lot of sad years. Um, but he came out with a score 30 to 17 Eagles. How do you feel about that? I actually have 31 13 Pats. My score I gave earlier was 31 17 Pats. You know what's funny about thirty-one thirteen? That's the amount of dollars he spent in tissues crying over the Eagles' losses. Is three thousand one hundred thirteen, and that's a lot of fucking Kleenex. So, so John. So what he told me was, so what he's basically saying is they need to run the ball, and he feels like they're. He literally said exact words were their defense is better than the Patriots' offense. In uh, insane, unreal. I wanted to mix those. Yeah. What, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think I, I think they match the Patriots match up pretty well? Yeah, I don't think they match up that well. Um, he's trying to make a scene, but their cornerbacks are a liability. We're gonna see what Derby's all about. Yeah, Darby. and Darby's. I mean, he played up in Buffalo. And yeah, he got worked out every time he played him. So yeah. not too worried about him. Yeah. So the only thing that scares me about that team is that. Defensive line. Yeah, the defensive line, they're right. They can get to the quarterback pretty well. I think they're gonna I think where they're gonna struggle the most is their linebackers are slow. And what Jags did well was their linebackers were fast. So white out the backfield, Gronk up the middle, and Amendola through the middle. I think that um I think the Eagles are gonna have a tough time with that. Yeah, I think they're gonna realize early that Gronk, you're gonna have to double team him. 
And once they start doing that, Cook is going to blow the top off. So Yeah, I don't know if Darby can cover Cook one-on-one. And Gronk's been double teamed so many times. He's very used to that situation. Yeah, he's he's used to drawing the tension to him. He, he wakes up in the morning with a girl under each arm, and his face looks like a glazed donut. <laughs> and he he's real used to the double team. So so what um what do you think? Who do you think honestly on the Patriots offense is going to have the biggest game, and who could could be the MVP? Yeah, I actually. Again, I think they're gonna double team Gronk, and I think that Lewis can have a big game like Chamberlain did against the Seahawks. Yeah, catches. I tell you what, even James White last year, when he had a record fourteen catches or something like that, right? It was double digits. Yeah. So I actually told my buddy. Yeah, like three touchdowns as well. Yeah, and and my buddy, I actually messaged him today and asked him what the prop number was for Deion Lewis. I mean, um, James White winning MVP. Because I feel like he can really take care of those linebackers. And God, I mean, he, he scores. The only reason Brady won the MVP last year is because they were down and he threw for so many yards. But the number's ridiculous. It's like plus 5,000, which you place a little bet on that. It's I think the Patriots are going to, I think their backfield, they, the way they throw it and the way they, they drop down and uh, dink and dodge, I think they have a great chance. So, um, yeah, I'm not too worried about the offense because the offensive line has been playing well all year. So I also if they do. play how they've been all year, then they should be fine. Now, real quick, now the tape, the Patriots defense actually the the rush has been great over the last you know five weeks, six weeks. Second half of the season, they actually kicked it up in the playoffs. Do you what do you see the Eagles uh, maybe potentially doing offensively against the, um, the Eagles deep offense against the Patriots defense? I think the offensive game is going to get shut down like Jacksonville did. Yeah. Their only chance is their big plays. If you watch them on offense, that's all they have is going to run the big plays. So if we minimize those, then you're going to see the Nick Foles that everybody's seen the last five years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Keenum came out last, like how Case got. Uh, everybody forgot the, the six to zero game against the Cowboys a month ago. <laughs> so real quick. What what's your you gave the prediction you gave me your MVP what percentage do you honestly give the Eagles of maybe potentially do you think they have a zero chance? I would say zero. I'd say they have about ten percent chance. Yeah, I went with fifteen. I like ten. I just don't feel like the game's ever going to get very close. I think the score might be get close every once in a while. Like the Patriots might be might be up by fourteen. Eagles score. And then the Patriots come back and score 10 unanswered. I think it's never going to ever get too close. Yeah, and there's always a 96% chance that Gronk gets hurt. So Yeah. <laughs> they, they can't. They need to realize. Dude, dude's broke his back nine times. <laughs> Still plays football. I've never broken my back and sometimes snowboarding. I'm like, oh, it really hurt. To fall into three inches of powder. <laughs> uh, he called me Pablo Escobar, but... It, Sometimes it hurts falling to three inches of powder. All right, John. Well, um, you know, Sunday's big game. Where are you watching it? I'm not sure. I don't have plans yet. Yeah. Uh, I'll figure that out tomorrow. We also asked Steve if every single uh, Eagles fan's uh, basically going to loot or go crazy. And he said they're just regular people and they just care about their team a lot. Ah, uh, no. Don't believe that. And he said the old Patriots fans are just old. <laughs> Win or lose, the, pa- or the the Philadelphia Eagles 
are gonna burn that motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> like they're we won, destroy they the city or climate polls though. Well, <laughs> you know what? If, <laughs> John, if a poll can't keep them down, maybe they will beat the Patriots. <laughs> All right, John. Um, thanks for calling in, man. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. Good luck. All right, man. So we got. I mean, that's what you expect. You ask fans of teams. This is what you're talking about. You're not gonna have a fan be like, you know what? Maybe they have a good shot. Uh, you occasionally you do when they when they respect the competition, but I don't think there's a respect between Patriot fans and Eagles fans. I don't think the Eagles respect. The, what the Patriots do, and I don't think the Patriots respect what the Eagles do. The fans, at least. I don't think the Eagles respect anyone. No, that's they don't respect true. themselves. They're like, we won, and they're just carpet bombing like fucking the <laughs> South Philly. Uh, yeah, so that's you know, it's gonna be a great game. I'm glad we had them call up. I appreciate them. I'm uh, I'm making shirts, hash it out shirts. I'm, everybody who ever calls up, you call up. If you, you call up, if you want to call up, I appreciate anybody's input on any type of topic. And um, you call up, you get a free shirt. So I'll be getting shirts out to them. And I'll have shirts to purchase pretty shortly. It's the cotton soft. The, co- the cotton soft. Soft and, cotton. And really, it's the, pr- the price is just, it's just, uh, I'm not trying to profit anything. I just want just the price of the shirt. If you pr- And I appreciate the support. And I'm just going to keep ordering more. So any support, anytime you like, please like and share. Tell your friends. Put an eye at work. Show everybody what you're listening to. Show them that, uh, how funny this guy next to me is. And uh, getting into funny, we got some uh, current events to talk about. So, current event of the week. Uh, it's always a struggle. So maybe it's a tough week and nothing really went on. But we'll find it. We'll find it. This week was just Apple slowing down older phones. Like, what a fuck of a company. This is something that's been out for a little while that that just kept growing. You got a little whisper here and there. And then all of a sudden, they admitted it. Well, the thing is, like, you're next to your buddy, and he's like, open my Snapchat. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. I have an iPhone 3. He's like, well, I have an iPhone 10. And it, like, rec- like he just looks at it. The fucking thing opens up like Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> and then he sends you a Snapchat, like, with some alien technology, like, two blinks, and it, it knows who to send it to. And you're on the iPhone 3, like, well, I've had this for, like, seven years. And you get a page on your beeper, and you're like, oh, shit, my friend's calling me. I'm sorry. I got to take this. So you get, um, you're on the iPhone 3, and your Snapchat says, we'll download in 21 days. It just it just has that little, that little stupid phone. So thing. you start to think, like, did Apple, like, maybe do something? It's like, iPhone 4 is like, we'll download in 18 days. You iPhone know, 5? What's crazy to me 14. is I, I, I will always get... Blowing off the door with technology every once in a while. Yeah. This is one of them. Like, how the fuck did they just go back and just... L- Somebody's that smart. Like, I, it, blow, it irritates the shit out of me that I can't do simple math sometimes, but somebody knows how to slow down fucking phones. Imagine being an engineer who sucks, <laughs> and you're also like, how the fuck do engineers who don't suck make this uh, shit? It's, it's, so it's crazy. It's totally fucked up. I don't want my face to open up a phone. It kind of so, cool. You're, you fall asleep in your car. You're on a long road trip, eight hours. Maybe you're in fucking Pennsylvania. Amish guy rolls by, horse and carriage. Yeah, bitch, yeah. Stops. He says, what the fuck is this car doing right here? He opens his door because maybe you left it unlocked. Maybe you got the heat on. You're just trying to nap. You ain't trying to bother anyone. Amish guy gets in. 
uses your iPhone 10, opens your face, boom, social security's gone. He says, maybe I want to use electricity tomorrow. Whole identity stolen. These are things that could happen. Hey, I'm not doubting your possibilities, but it sounds, I mean, it, Amish. Rumspringer. We, we talked about freaky deaky Dutch and French earlier. The yeah, Amish you know shit at me too. Do you even know what the word Rumspringer is? I don't, I don't. Give it a quick, let's just give it, in case none of you know, Rumspringer, Rumspringer is when an Amish person turns like 16 and they say, look, leave. Go to technology, figure it out, and if you want to come back and not use it, you can come back. So Rumspringa, basically Amish people, go out and do a bunch of drugs and get drunk as fuck. This is real. Yeah, real real thing. And like 80% of them are like, no, actually, they're living way better than us, Joel. (laughs) I don't know what you, uh, Amish name, uh, Ammerland. I'm trying to make things, uh, Barnabas. I don't know. But they, they let their kids go at 16, and, like, a lot of the kids are like, no, like, getting drunk and having cell phones is awesome. Some kids do come back. Huh. I didn't know that. Probably 10% return rate. It's like sending out a carrier pigeon. You're like, yeah, it might get the message. Uh, well, uh, send a raven. I'm like, Grandma died. I sent a carrier pigeon. And then, like, my family comes three years later for Grandma's birthday. I'm like, I don't think the pigeon got there. <laughs> <laughs> it might have taken... Uh. Maybe a, a strong wind took it off course. Yeah, it's so it's it's pretty ex- incredible. They're actually doing a class action lawsuit. A lot of people because I was one of those that had an older phone, and one day I'm just trying to just download stuff, and it's like you know you're saying your storage is delete, and I delete everything. One day I yeah. just go, I delete every text message, I delete every app. I had to go through my pictures. I deleted. I had to delete my, the the good looking dick pics that I took of myself in the perfect angle that Seen made them great looking dick pics. <laughs> they were like that good angle. You know what I mean? You know, like it looks like it, you're kind of hard, but not totally hard. So you're like the girls are like his dick is huge. <laughs> Literally though, you're like at eighty nine percent. Yes, but if you have speaking you know, of Apple downloads, <laughs> so. You know, I, I deleted everything off my phone. Literally, I deleted. I was going through emails, all these apps, and it literally wouldn't. It's I, I had no. It said storage low, storage low, and I go there, and a guy gives me some bullshit excuse, blah blah blah, and I'm cheap as shit. But football season was here, so of course I got a new phone. I got to watch a game on my phone. Yeah. When I'm you know trying to be a parent at cheerleading, so I had to do it. They got me. They suckered me in, man. They they got me. There's not so so my my take on phones is, uh, I remember freshman year of college and everyone's like, I got the iPhone one. Now, I had the Motorola Razor, so I started Sweet. like I started trying to make them think like the iPhone one wasn't cool. I was like, can you shave with it? <laughs> and I'd like flip my Motorola Razor, which could barely get ringtones, but I would have the hottest ringtones. <laughs> my ringtones were hot. It was like fucking like you oh. Teenage drinking is very bad. Good thing I got a fake ID dog. Like, that was my ringtone. That's a good song. It got me kicked out of so many bars. Really? Oh, okay. no, no, I made that up. <laughs> but, <laughs> so then, like, people are like, I have the iPhone 1. I'm like, fucking alien. <laughs> really, though, I was like, wish I had one. Yeah. Hey, Chad, who bought that for you? Your dad? Like, uh, all the white kids had the iPhone 1. The best phone. I had a, I had a Motorola Razor. I switched to a BlackBerry. I found in the rain someone dropped. I put, I made a Facebook post. I said, does anybody... 
are they missing a blackberry pearl and the scrolly ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody was missing it. I took it. I threw a SIM card in. You can't even do that shit anymore. No, no, no. Toss a SIM card in? Secure, you know, security deep like that. You know, Shakira? Security. Security. It's a mixture of a Spanish singer so and... The problem is I, 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 I drool a lot. So I get all the saliva in my mouth. <laughs> I start mumbling words. My father once said to me, we're talking, and he goes, Motherfucker, what'd you just say? Take the mouthpiece out your mouth. I'm like, that's fucked up. Dad, I don't have... Chad, I don't have a mouthpiece in. <laughs> but, you know, you you get all these phones, and my, my biggest issue, real quick, is the fact that these phones get too fucking big. They're getting humongous. Oh, mine is a mini laptop. Yeah, I have to... Thank God they did it with the new iPhone 8. You could get a no, normal size one. And it's still... I mean, it looks like... It looks like I'm holding an iPad with my hand. I have a large hand, and I still can't, like... Thumb doesn't go bottom yeah. to top. No. And, and then the other thing, though, is, like, every once in a while, like, I used to switch back to my 4S. I'm like, I've never seen nipples this tiny. <laughs> because I'm used to mega nipples on my super fucking duper 6S Plus. Like, this, you can see nipple pixels. On the 4S, it was hey, like, you got hair it there. was like Super Nintendo. You got, you got a little hair. There was like, like, someone drew a tit and etch a sketch. Like, the nipple was square. I was like, I, eh, I'm still going to jerk off to it, but it's weird. <laughs> I always feel like they're getting me. Like, I feel like somebody's out to, like, I didn't want to get the phone. I'm literally talking to the guy. I'm like, I don't want the, I don't want the man to get me. You know, no, like, you don't want the man to get me. And he got me. I had to get it. He gets me, too. Yeah, bastard. I just, he's like, do you want the 6S or the 6S Plus? I was like, I was just thinking the 5. He's like, oh, well... I didn't know you were gay. Yeah, they, they, let it, they act like you're a piece of shit. gay. I was like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's not just, that's disrespectful. I'm like, I'm straight, but there's nothing wrong with that. He's like, oh, well, most straight guys buy a 6S Plus. I was like, I guess I gotta get it. Yeah. Like, just gotta want to think weird of me. But you got a, you got a case that represented, you know, It's rainbow colored. Rainbow piece. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm out here for the people. Yeah. I, we, I was in the last one. Hash it out love, loves everybody. Hash out is me too friendly. We too friendly, whatever you want to call yourself, too friendly. Yeah, I just want people. We me, be happy she, out there, Bruce. That's it. We're, we're out here. We're just trying to make people laugh and make people happy. That's it. So, you brought a first time iPhone. We got a first time story for them, or we got some first time stories, and you have a little story to let them know. Well, yeah, because there's not a lot of football this week, so so we had to cut sports short a little bit, but we can talk about. First time experiences in general. Yeah. Um, so I had a. And I used to smoke a lot in college. I, yo, I used to puff. And yo, you see people smoking, you roll up on it, you said, yo, smoke it. Yo. And then people go, you know, we sell this, right? I'm like, nah, man, I just quit yesterday. <laughs> and then you rip that joint down and you never talk to him again. But once you get in the professional world, like, you can't be smoking anymore, you can't be fucking around with that shit. And, like, I'm I'm pretty good about telling my friends, like, don't smoke weed, don't drink, well, not don't drink, because I fucking love drinking. But, like, don't do not do this shit, don't do that shit. And every once in a while, you catch me on a good old, good old drunk day, <laughs> and I'll, I'll all of a sudden feel like, it's literally like, like a 10-year-old going to the NBA and being like, I'll teach you guys how to shoot basketball. <laughs> like, I haven't smoked weed in, like, two years. And my cousin comes over and he's got a brownie 
And here's me. Here's drunk me at 1.30, like laying in bed with my girlfriend. I'll teach you how to eat a brownie. Like, that takes any experience. Like, any, every, almost anybody on earth, even Helen Keller, <laughs> could eat a brownie. That's not a talent. It's just put it in your mouth, chew it, swallow it, done. But drunk me... I think you had to eat brownie. Like you were gonna show up. So like, I was cool. Like I was gonna chew like David Blaine. Some David Blaine chewing tactics. So I fucking crush this brownie. I fucking slam it down to pound town. Here's me. Five minutes in. My girlfriend's like, you shouldn't have ate that. And I'm like, You ate all of it? I ate the whole thing. I was gonna get a quarter, I know where this then is going the half, on. and then the first. And by first, I mean the whole thing. Yeah. So here's me. Like mocking her. I giggle for like five minutes straight and then I literally am like, ha 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 ha. Crash. <laughs> Complete, literally from full laughter to just passed out. So I wake up the next day and I look at my girlfriend like, what the fuck, man? Like waking up in the hangover movie. Yeah, but not like even in the hangover movie because they weren't feeling like I was. Like they woke up in better shape. I, I think that my body like dormanted and like shut down my metabolism. So I'm thinking like I'll wake up and be fine. And my body just took the weed while yeah. I was sleeping. Wrong, 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 wrong. That shit, my metabolism was like, nah, we're saving this for the morning. This is a chocolate brownie. And my brain was like, it's not just a chocolate brownie. <laughs> I woke up and my girlfriend's like, you ain't gonna ma. And I was like, why does she sound Asian? I, mean, I don't know. She was like, you want to go to Ma? Suck on these. <laughs> and I was like, Meg, even if I wasn't this high, I have no idea what you're saying. And why do you sound like Leslie Chow? <laughs> She's like, you want to fuck on me? I'm like, I, Meg, I'm, there's no way that much weed. Turned you Asian. <laughs> yeah. Like now I'm just so high. She sounds like just, what? You never died. Come back before. She have our time. Like, so that's what I'm, like, that's how high I am. And so she's like, I'm just going to go to the mall. Like, I thought we were going today. And I literally mustered the strength, like, ten minutes later, I mustered the strength to grab my keys and wallet from my jacket and just, I hand them to her. It felt like 13 years. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. I probably moved my arm seven inches. I give her my wallet and keys. <laughs> And I say, just go. Like, like fucking Keanu Reeves. Like, like, I don't actually have no idea what <laughs> Keanu Reeves would say in that situation. You know, the, the tough part about, because uh, I've, I've had my own experience, I'll share in a minute, but it's it, honestly, it's, it's internally in your body. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking body high. I couldn't move. Yeah. I, I physically, not only did I have absolutely, I had negative willpower to move. I couldn't physically. Yeah. I, I can't believe this weed brownie like turned into some antagonist and like he was like Lord Voldemort <laughs> and like you'll never move. He controlled you from ten in the morning till at least four fifteen p.m. <laughs> and I mean Meg gets back and she goes, "Have you been in bed all day?" I said. In my head, I said, "Bitch, I can't move." <laughs> but really, I just looked at her like Terry Schiavo, like. <laughs> Just a blank look, no blinks, no nothing. And, I mean, I remember at one point, I must I mustered the strength. It took me hours. I turned Netflix on. 
Not even to a show I wanted. I just pressed A twice. It went to like the fucking Barney and Friends. <laughs> and I'm just staring at the screen and an hour later it says, Are you still watching? And I didn't I couldn't talk. I just looked at the screen. I said, Are you are you still watching Netflix? I was fucking terrified. It's so first time we get one and it's supposed to be delicious, tastes like shit. I don't care what anybody says. PJ's transition and his brownie story for the listeners. Real, yeah, just real quick. These aren't these aren't the same. These aren't the same story. But they, once you agree, like, they don't taste good. They taste like weed. I died, woke up at six p.m. PJ's brownie story. Yeah, well, you also shared to me before you actually went to the couch and your aunt and they uncle. They tasted like weed. They're terrible. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Even, you get so high, you don't even know where to put your hands. It's. I. I. I peer pressure gets me because I'm a fucking child. Yeah. So you know, I eat a corner of it. Uh, I get another person, and so we're sitting on a couch, and we end up, me and my wife end up watching, we're watching Fifty Shades of Grey, like, so that's supposed to be a, like, like you know, you're laying on the couch, and then you get into this little, you know, mood, it puts you in the mood. Rock hard. Well, I felt. It was rock hard. Nothing was hard. I could feel myself breathe. You were too high for your dick to get a boner. I, and it slowly happened, because I ate it, and like, uh, you know, 30 minutes go by, and there's a little bit left, and it's like, do the, what are you? Pansy, just eat the rest. I'm like, I'm not a fucking pan. I'm really, I'm not pansy. I hate when people give me the rest of it. I eat it now. I eat like three fourths of this whole entire brownie. Oh yeah. So I, I'm sitting there. It's going. It's going. I get up to like get a beer, and I'm just like stretching really slow motion. Now I'm like, oh shit, I feel it. After a while, we were so I, I, I was so fucking high. I'm watching. Can't eat one too. No. Well, no. Okay. No. It was. I only had a portion. Save the rest. But I. There was two different separate. We're times. portioning. Yeah, portioning. So I'm literally standing there, sitting on the couch, and I just literally. You're watching this movie, and it's an all fucking. I'm feeling myself breathe in and out. I'm like this is getting even worse. I'm getting fucked up right now. Oh yeah. It continues. I walk upstairs. We were so fucked up watching this movie. All of us like you couldn't. There were parts. It was a bad copy. Uh, first off, and I, a bootleg. Bootleg. Second off, it was a copy where all the scene, the sex scenes were edited out. We were so fucked up, we didn't even know the sex. Scenes I don't think you could have handled the sex scenes. No, no. I, so we go. You I, have three kids, and you would look at her and said, "What the fuck <laughs> is this, Chad?" I go upstairs. I'm in. This, I'm in front of the mirror, and I'm and I'm trying to take my contacts out. I'm so high. I can feel the contacts in my eye. Like, oh. It was crazy. I laid in bed. I I would have rather gotten completely blackout drunk than ever feel that way. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Yeah. Blackout drunk. So, we wanted to talk about first times. Erase weed brownie. I'm fucking done with that. Well, yeah. We're done with it. And, and no, this section I never want to eat it again. First time Like, experience. get rid of it forever. Now, we're not going to get blackout drunk probably ever again. I mean, we're pretty good at drinking. But first time experience, well, we could talk drinking. How we, we handled the weed brownie experience, not fun, and blackout drunk. Fun sucks. Well, it's fun till you till you realize like, oh, this is this is Toast Daddy Daniels. <laughs> so we're gonna share some first to- our first time uh, experience with. I'm I'm gonna share mine with drinking because that's more up our alley. The yep. brownie shit scared me. Pop it out. Join us right here. Is uh, my cousin Nico, 
Nico always has uh he had a fun story Saturday night, you know. Nick, Nico's a funny bastard. <laughs> Nico on our way this. home after going out, he literally said the whole time, Hey man, hurry up, I gotta pee. Hurt hurry up, man, I gotta pee. And then he opened the door and threw up everywhere. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so he got completely fucking crazy. Impressed me a couple times out drinking. There's one point Taylor he takes he takes uh two twisted teas. Two. And just puts them down together at the same time, chug a lug style. That's called drinking in it's, parallel. It was delicious. So real quick, my, my I'll tell you my first time. My dad loved tequila, and my grandmother had a bar. So the first time I thought it'd be cool. My parents, when my dad went out, and my parents were gone. So I just go up, I get a bottle of Cabo Wabo, and I'm like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna take a sip. I'm cool. I'm like 16 years old. Take a sip, throw up in the bathroom. It was absolutely disgusting. The other time I had the first drink drink. Hold on, hold on. No, no, you don't get to skip that first story. What? You, you literally had one sip of Cabo Wabo, threw up, and said, I'm calling it quits. Of, of that, I figured I'm, that's not. How old are you? Uh, and that one, I was probably 15 years oldish. Okay, I respect it. You said, so, eh, maybe not. For so, me. my cousin, one of my cousins move, moves away. He comes back, back to visit. And um, they all, my grandmother and everybody goes out. We're all sleeping at her house. And he's like, let's get drunk. We'll drink the, sm- the huge bottle of Smirnoff. We'll drink it, and we'll just fill it up with water. We'll drink. We'll, we'll put water in it to dilute it after, like, to make it look full. So he's starting to get really drunk. This is not his first fucking rodeo, obviously. Let me tell you something. Me personally, I didn't. I fuck. It was disgusting. Taking straight shots of uh, Smirnoff. Yeah. At one well, point, actually, not a bad vibe. Now, but at, at, I'm talking about then. For a first one, not even a fucking fruity cocktail to try in the beginning. A little, <laughs> so I started literally taking my mouth and putting my mouth over, pretending I was drinking it, because he got wasted, threw up everywhere upstairs. Slam daddy did. Oh, uh, it was crazy. So those are my first two, and you look back at that shit and you just think, "Wow, kid came a long way, man." <laughs> uh, I've got two, and and like I hated like alcohol and weed and anything. Like, I went to D.A.R.E. camp. I went to camp for no. D.A.R.E. I won an essay in, like, everyone in third grade in elementary school. And, like, went to D.A.R.E. camp. I actually cried leaving D.A.R.E. camp. <laughs> and, like, even the cops were like, what a pussy. But I was like, you know what? I loved it. They look at you now. Like, I was just arching. This engineer bald fuck with a beard is scared. Is slugging these Slugging. These like, you got, all you guys taught me to do was where to get alcohol <laughs> and how to get it from sketchy-looking characters. <laughs> So I remember my first one, right before I left North Carolina, I was 13 years old, and I had cousins that were older, and they were like, yeah, my dad left a bunch of warm skunked beers in this cooler. Now, they're not doing it to be cool. They're not like, hey, do you want to drink a beer with us? They were like, my dad has had these beers in a cooler for like three months. And me, I'm like, well, I've never been drunk before, and like, Dare says I shouldn't. So I was like, fuck you guys, I'm calling the cops. Did you? No, I <laughs> oh, drank the skunked beers, and uh, they were fucking, fucking terrible. Like I still don't even like beer, but like cold, crisp, refreshing Coors Coors Light. <laughs> but throw you in I there. Dr- I don't even know what these fucking beers were, but they were probably Coors. And uh, <laughs> I fucking tanked like seven of these, but I was like thirteen. I'd never drank before. So I'm hanging out with my, my younger brother and my, and my step-cousin and his older brother. So two of my step-cousins, I could have said, actually, would have been easier. <laughs> but uh, they, like, pretended to throw my shoes in the local crick. 
which is how we talked back then. Like the crick. Like you could have gone in there and got some crawdads, cooked them up, make sure you cook them right. God, I should have did a background check on you and, before uh, I Yeah, up. well, I did live in North Carolina for, for seven years. It's my cousin. I should have, I should have did a background check on you seriously. Yo, but how about this? I'm Ancestry. 13 years old. I'm like seven beers deep, and they're like, we threw your your shoes in the creek, and I just start full face crying, like not even looking for the shoes. Just just it's done. It's been it's been done. It's done. Shoes are gone. They've been swept. They swept down this rapid creek, which is roughly. <laughs> Two inches deep at any part in it. Like crawdads. And, and this is me just what alright, Taylor, what do you do? Do you go in and get your shoes? Do you even look before you stress about your shoes being gone? Or do you sit on the ground in your boxers and just cry? And You were in your boxers when you were drinking beers? Dude, I was fucking up. Carolina. I was thirteen years old. The seven random beer probably crews. <laughs> Deep. And, like, honestly, seven beers deep now. Like, that was my first drinking experience. And, like, people wonder, like, oh, you want to drink? I'm like, no. I didn't drink for, like, five years. Like, my first time being drunk since then, I think I was, like, 17 years old. Like, I was like, you know what? I had one experience with this stuff. It's the devil. If, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. So, that, that was it. I... My shoes got washed down the rapid creek. Crawdads bit me in the dicky. And I said, I'm never drinking again. Until I moved to Mass and there's no crawdads here. <laughs> so I said, maybe I will. I can lose these shoes. I'm going to give this whole thing a chance. These are new balances. I can get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the first time is one of those things you remember. You, you can't help it. And, and, and we got Nico over here with us now. You don't have to have a first-time experience if you don't remember it, but you can always, I mean, and dabble in what happened Saturday night. Well, I'm a fireball drinker. Let's just put it that way, okay? Ugh, diabetes. Lots, lots of, yeah, lots Di of sugar. Diabetes. A lot of sugar. And, insulin uh, right in his neck. They're like, do you need some insulin? He's like, no, I've been drinking fireball all night. <laughs> it's, it's a good drink. I mean, I've got enough sugar for the next six days. Well, the dragon keeps you going, so that's what you got to focus on in life, the dragon. <laughs> Saturday was a different experience. First of all, I didn't eat lunch. I want to say that. Um, I had four shots of fireball yeah. and about nine... I say yeah, it was, about, it was close. It was between seven and nine twisted. Seven teas. to nine twisted teas, all in a two-hour period. So I forget that we were only there for two hours. I'm not gonna say where we were because of trademarking purposes, that's illegal. I respect it. Um, um, this podcast has been brought to you by Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, only thing I remember is having to pee and puking and puking a lot. Yeah, it was a good amount. And so. I'm telling you, some of the more impressive things that I've seen you do with alcohol yeah. is there. It comes with the ideas. You don't have a. Do you have a gag reflex? No. You'd be like a. If, if I was gay, it'd be fucking a long black dick. <laughs> it would. It would be no. Not problem. that I am gay. Or along any color dick. This is a race. Yeah, white. White's fine. Race. But I, if I'm gonna do it, I prefer to do it right. Yeah, a lot of white people don't have big dicks. <laughs> but trust me. <laughs> I tell girls my dick's three inches, so when they see five, they're impressed. You know what I mean? What do you want? So, I, I say one and a half, so you hit them up with the four, and it's that's uh, 250%, so. Oh, anywho, it's, 
the idea that you can, ch I mean, literally chug. I've watched him just take two nips, put them right in his mouth, straight up. Well, straight say, fireball. Fireball, just chug, chug. It's kind of impressive and scary at the same time. Like, if he turned around in a couple years, like, hey, man, got something to tell you. I'm like, you're gay. And he's like, no, no, I you just. Got liver failure. Nah, man, I just. I changed. I got new tires. I'm like, oh my bad. <laughs> oh shit! Didn't know that's what we were going with this one. I've been so oh, just, I've been so drunk it. off Fireball that I've called myself to call out of work. <laughs> I mean, I was my own boss, and like, I called my own store at two in the morning. So yeah, you're sitting in bed like the boss cleared it, and then you get a voicemail like, hey man, I'm calling out tomorrow. Well, and you, it was and fight you call him back and go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fight night, and I literally called in front of everybody. That's why I left myself a message. It was interesting. So, so just to uh, recap this episode, it was a great. It was. I feel like we did really well because we want to. We want to have fun with this, man. We're gonna really. We're gonna really kick this up a notch. I feel like we got some good shit going on here. These two fuckers are great. Our callers are great. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, John. It's Super Bowl week. This is. This is my type of week. I fucking get excited for this shit. So, for all the sports fans out there, place your bets, get your squares, uh, any wagers out there, good luck to everybody betting. I hope everybody wins, but even though fucking that's not going to happen. And we like to leave you with hashtag, oh, of the week. hashtag of the week. So, we don't predetermine this. This isn't the Jimmy Kimmel show. Uh, hashtag of the week. Uh, it's, it's coming off the cuff. So everything we talked about tonight was first drinking stories, first anything stories. It was Apple slowing down iPhone stories. So let's uh let's come up with one. It could take a minute, but we want to deliver know. the I don't the want to do hashtag first experience. I thought about that, but that's a little long. Ah fuck, this one's tough. And when you do a hashtag and I do you don't know how to spell spell experience, experience. it doesn't autocorrect for you yeah. in there. And my fucking spelling's bad, too. You know what? I don't know how I passed school. Hashtag Apple's first time. Oh, I play, I play for sports. I, I almost want to say Apple's first time, or or slow-ass apples, or... We can do two. We can do two apples be no. slow. No, we have to come to one. one. So we have first time drinking, drunk-ass apples. Hashtag drunk-ass apples. Yeah, it was the first time. I like the Apple idea, because we a lot of people have iPhones, and I feel like people mm. can relate to what happened. Or slow apples. Hashtag slow apples. Slow assholes. No. But you hold your tongue, and that sounds like slow apples. Uh, I like hashtag say slow apples, but hold your tongue. It's a long hashtag. I you gotta make a video over that. It has to be hashtag say slow apples, hold your tongue yeah. while you say it. It's hashtag slow assholes. First time hashtag apples. slow assholes. But hold your tongue. All right. That's it. <laughs> hashtag of the week. Hashtag slow assholes. Thanks for listening. Share it. Like it. Go on Facebook, please. Hash it out. Fuck it. Share the page. Follow the page. Don't actually fuck it. And please invite friends to like the page. Any support. We appreciate it. It's a good time. Thanks for joining me. Taylor, we did pretty good, man. We cashing out. Free t-shirts. And we cashing out. Well, I get a free t-shirt. I was on the show. Yeah, uh, man, uh, $25. You said 10 earlier. <laughs> Three easy payments in 1999. All right, guys. Have a good one. Good luck, Pats. Good luck, Eagles. Uh, hey, let's talk to you next week, guys. Peace.